0: I'm so glad to be on your podcast. I appreciate you inviting me. And um, I'm going to tell you just a little bit, tell you in your community a little bit about who I am. My name is Mickey Zeta. And I uh, own a business called Surviving Abuse Network. That includes a podcast, a weekly podcast. I have 135 episodes on my podcast. So congratulations! Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. And about a year ago, a little more than a year ago, I morphed my podcast into Surviving Abuse Podcast. It used to be called. Well, I had two names. It started out um, almost four years ago. I saw. And- yeah. It all it started out as, um, the second 53 years, uh-huh. but not everybody understood what that meant for me. I was 53 when I discovered that I had been living in a domestic abuse situation for 34 years. Uh-huh. So I was 53 at that time. And when I left, I did not know who I was. Uh-huh. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what colors I liked. I didn't know which opinions were mine and which belonged to somebody else. Uh-huh. So I decided I was going to transform myself. I was going to become me again and uh, i did that but anyway my podcast was called the second 53 years because those first 53 years were for everybody else and these 53 are mine so (laughs) so that's why i called it that but people didn't get it so then i switched it because i'm older Um, And my niche primarily in my podcast and in my business are women over 50. So I changed the name to Figuring It Out After 50. Mm -hmm. And then about uh, a year ago, this past May was a year, I was talking with my producer and with my new husband. I have a new husband, a wonderful, loving, kind, and non-aggressive husband.
1: (laughs) I I was listening to that podcast. Congratulations. He's
0: great. He's wonderful. So uh, we were talking. We went to visit uh, my producer who lives in the Keys.
1: Uh-huh.
0: and I said, you know what? I just did a podcast, and it in there, we're talking about domestic abuse for about 10 minutes, and I want that all taken out. I want that mm. out of there, and she said, wait a minute. What are you talking about? And I said, well, it's pretty simple. I don't want to talk about domestic abuse, and she said, tell me more what's going on here Mm. well after about two hours of me crying us praying you know all these things i realized that they were right my husband and my producer were right what i needed to do was start talking my truth speaking my truth right and that's when surviving abuse network uh, was created. So I have 135 podcast episodes, but if you listen to early ones, they're either going to say, welcome to surviving abuse. Uh, you're, you're either going to hear, not that. No, <laughs> That's what don't. the recent ones are. Yes. What you're going to hear is either welcome to the second 53 years or yes. welcome to um, uh, sur- uh, figuring it out after 50. It's yes. all me. It's all personal growth. Previous to talking about or previous to launching Surviving Abuse Network, mm-hmm. I um, I still talked around abuse. Those people who lived in abuse, if you listen to my older podcast, you yes. know that I lived in abuse, but I yeah. never come out and talk about it. No, you don't. So that's who I am. Now my company is called Surviving Abuse Network. I do podcasts. I do live videos, several live videos a week. I write articles. I just wrote a book. My book is called Looking awesome. Behind. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's called looking behind closed doors and the subtitle is domestic abuse if we don't change nothing changes and that's my foundational Johnny. that is my foundational belief if we don't change nothing changes and that isn't just about domestic abuse that's about anything in our lives very true yeah so that's who i am ta-da
1: can I give you a clap? Yay. Oh, thank you. Okay. So I have to say that you are very inspiring simply because you spoke to my spirit. Um, we connected through a group on Facebook that yep. encourages podcasts. And so I'm a small bit of a stalker. Shh. Don't tell <laughs> <me. laughs> Yeah. And so I've listened to your podcast and I've list- I- this has been one of my dreams. Um, to podcast, to have my voice spoken, right? And so I heard your evolution in your podcast, but more importantly, I heard your tenacity and your willingness to grow and the things and the momentum that you took, right? To yeah. gain the things that you gained. And um, it is very hard for me to talk about the fact that I was in an abusive relationship as well. Oh, it wasn't until recently, like literally within the last year that I could say that. Like I could say that I was in an abusive relationship, and I still don't say it often. And in fact, I still feel some kind of way about saying it. So yep.
0: I—we're not supposed to say that, Jami. You're no, not supposed to say that. <laughs> no, but society's changing. Thank goodness, it is. society's changing. It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
1: and some of us have um, had had more emotional abuse, and. It is very refreshing to hear the conversations, even with your latest interview, um, touching bases with that because I was in a ten-year marriage that was full of no physical abuse ever, and so because there was no bruises, no one believed me.
0: No physical bruises, lots of
1: emotional bruises. Yes, no one believed me, even Mm -hmm. when it was at its worst. No one believed Mm me, and Mm -hmm. um, your last guest said something about being. emotionally in a coma, she had placed herself in a coma because she what? had, I had five kids. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> right? So when she said she was in a coma, I was like, wow, I never thought about that. And she says, and I have a background. I have a master's degree in social work. Aha. I'm a mm-hmm. therapist. And I could not see it until way later. Right? hmm mm-hmm. And as I, uh,
0: and I just want to assure you that that is so common. It is. Yes, you're not the only one. And often we feel like we're the only one. I did something like that, but that's not true. Millions. There are millions
1: of us who have done that. And that's what your podcast in the dark, right? When I said somewhere in the dark, mm-hmm. that's what your podcast gave me, right? A voice, someone mm-hmm. that was because I felt oftentimes, right that I was lost. Like, Oh, my time is running out. This is, you know, um, you should have done this by now. Or why isn't this working? <laughs> why? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. myself into a billion pieces no matter what. And it's just not working and um, stumbling upon because like you said, it's, it's very isolating. And then one time you hear someone else whisper what you have held deep inside of you and something inside of you goes, Ooh, So if it if it happened to someone else, I can't be crazy, right? Because
0: (laughs) yeah, you're not crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you probably listen. One of my podcast episodes is called "You're Not Crazy. You Were Abused." Yes. (laughs) And we leave so often. Whether we're there for a month or six months or six years or fifty years, it doesn't matter. We we feel like oh my gosh well and they tell us we're crazy yes. uh, and maybe they don't say it directly but the insinuation oh, is absolutely you're out of your freaking mind oh, you, you don't yes. know what you're doing and of course part of gaslighting is that we say something uh, that makes perfect sense and they turn it around to something that we didn't even say but they're using yes. our words and how do we d- i know um, it's awful. and now you're standing
1: there <laughs> crying and you don't yep. know what's going on and he's berating you again yep and you yep. have no idea how you got there or you're in the middle of a here's my personal story you're in the middle of a target parking lot supposedly exchanging the baby and now there's a Tyree. and he's screaming and. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> he's screaming and yelling at you you're late for work and his girlfriend is standing <laughs> at the front door it's oh. like when you think back on it it's now it's laughable, right? It's like, what's, yeah. what? was
0: going on? I know, I know. And you know what? Um, speaking of counseling, yes. I, I had a woman contact me after listening to my podcast and she mm-hmm. said, do you understand that all the laughing that you do on your podcast is, she said she just received training to be a domestic abuse counselor. That's what oh. I was. And do you realize that all the laughing that's on your podcast and all the stuff you do, that's really masquerading the hurt that you're still carrying. And I said, you better go back to school. Yes,
1: honey. (laughs) Or live a little bit more.
0: (laughs) And obviously you never lived in abuse.
1: No, ma'am.
0: Absolutely not. and, And that's the other thing that I encourage people, people who have gotten out of abuse or you're thinking about getting out of abuse, be very, very careful about who you choose for coaching or counseling. Make (sighs) sure they have lived, not that they've studied it, that they have lived in domestic abuse.
1: Can I give you a round of applause again? Because (laughs) I agree wholeheartedly, there are some places that you cannot help me with if you have not been there. And I appreciate, I totally appreciate that we're kind and we're caring, but for someone, right, to look in your face after all that you have been through and negate it by telling you you can't laugh. They don't know how much Takes they
0: don't know. They right? don't know, and they don't realize that at the time we didn't laugh. At the time no. we didn't cover anything up. No. It's just that when you look back, it's laughable. It is it's because a- you understand now. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, please continue. This is such. Well, a I, nice was gonna say, I was just going to say your <laughs> your um you know your podcast is not about abuse, but it is about transformation. It is, and um and I love that. I love that because. Every person has the opportunity to transform their life. Yes. I say that we create our reality. Yes. Now that is a lot of responsibility. It is. And some people call it victim blaming. I do not call it victim blaming. What I, I, what I teach is that it doesn't matter. What needs to change, whether it's about smoking or it's about drinking too much yes. or it's about uh, doing drugs, it's about living in abusive situations, yes. whatever it is that you want to change, it feels normal to you. You're there because it yes. feels normal. It yes. solves a problem. Yes. Or for me, I did not grow up in an abusive home, but my, but my parents, my brothers, now we're talking about the 50s and 60s. Absolutely. And my brother a different time yes and my brothers were dyslexic they could not read mm. it was very difficult for them to learn to read back mm. then now they know how to deal with dyslexia back then Correct. they did not did no not. so my brothers um, acted out they smoked they did drugs mm. all kind of horrible things because that was their defense that was their way Absolutely. of dealing with their lives which i get that i'm not blaming them at all
1: Absolutely. no i hear you thank you
0: and my parents in an effort to make my brother's lives more tolerable, mm-hmm. taught my sisters and me, I'm the oldest of seven kids, ah. taught, taught my sisters and me to enable our brothers that whatever yes. they did, it was okay. Yes. So they stole from us. They broke our toys. Yes. You know, all kinds. They lied. They cheated. Yes. All kinds of things. Yes and we were taught to make that okay because they had issues because they Absolutely. had problems they did my parents did not teach us that to cause us any issues they no. did not do that but every single one of my sisters and I were attracted to abusers yes now why is that because our pattern our program yes. was to make negative behavior by men comfortable make it yes. okay make yes. excuses for them yes. tell them it's all right take yes. the take, take the shit it's okay yes. Yeah, And you know, it's not okay, but I, it felt
1: normal to me yes. and it, and I stayed, can we, pause yeah. there? Hold on. can we pause there? And can you say that again? It's not okay, but it's, n- it's not okay,
0: but it feels normal to us. Thank
1: you. So it's so important to say,
0: thank it's you. It's vital because yes. people now. Here's the thing. Because of that programming, we are attracted to abusers. And guess yes. what? Abusers are attracted to us. Yes. Because I believe in an energy. We send out energy. We send yes. and receive energy 24-7. Yes. And that is not woo-woo. That is not new age. That is That is, that is how God created us. True. And so... It's truth. Yes. And so what happens is we're going through life do to do to do and we've got our stuff in our heads and we're looking for uh-huh. men that we recognize.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Men are going through their lives, do to do to You know, yes. they're going around and they pick up our energy because they, they know recognize. We, they recognize it yes. just like we recognize theirs. Yes. So no blaming. It's not anybody's fault. It's, it's acceptance. It's acceptance. Yes. It's accept then you get down the road now you're now you're living with or you're um dating or you're uh, married to oh, an right. <laughs> and so you know then at some point, yes. and it's very rarely early excuse me no <clears throat> it's very rarely early in the relationship i was i was married to my husband for 23 years before i accepted before I realized I was living in abuse yes. and I stayed for 11 more years. I was there for 34 years. Now, why do we do that? You know, people say, why did you stay? Why didn't you leave? Well, those are so insulting.
1: I know. Isn't it? Uh, can I give pause here and say that um, because it insinuates as if you are magical. Exactly. And one and two that you are not doing your best. Yep. Because yep right because the yeah. underlying thing is if it was done it would have gotten done if it was doable and you're like really so it's that easy so what in your life have you done perfectly the first time Show <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> and you know it's not as simple <clears throat> it's not as simple as walking out the door no it's not for one thing amazingly and people who didn't live in abuse don't understand we love our abusers
1: we do wholeheartedly with right. everything that is inside of us that's and right we built a whole world around that one truth and lie that's right one
0: truth and lie yes and so um <laughs> and so that when i say if we don't change nothing changes exactly. i'm talking about changing We have a responsibility to change whatever it is that's programmed in us from when we were little kids, little kids. We have a responsibility to, I say, excavate that because it's not not right there on the top. It's not that simple. You have to find it and then you have to deal with it. And then you have to say, okay, uh, this is what has gotten me to this point. But now I choose to transition. I choose to let that go and move forward. And that's not, I don't mean to make that sound simple. It took me five simple. years. It's not
1: simple. It's Five
0: years. Yeah,
1: Listen, it's not simple. I understand and applaud you for recognizing it is not simple. It is very much not a simplistic journey. It is one that is multi-layered, forever complicated. Um, and even at moment, it feels like it's treacherously going to strangle you to death. But it is a journey worth doing. It is worth the time. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It's worth the time and effort.
0: And once we leave, I'm sorry, I cut you off.
1: No, no, you didn't. You did not. Okay, continue.
0: (laughs) So once we leave, now we're out. Yes. And you know what we think? Oh my God, did I overreact? Yep. You know, he said I overreacted. Did I overreact? Thank you. Oh my gosh. I. You you. know, I miss him. He he treated me poorly, but I miss him. And maybe I'll go back. Or, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's all, all these you know things, <laughs> yeah. and 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 oh my gosh, I tore my family apart. Yes, is this plus, yes. unfortunately, even people who know what we lived in, yes, choose to side with him.
1: Yes, they did.
0: So now I had a lot of people who supported me, but I had a lot of people who didn't believe me. Why did they not believe me? Number one, we uh, were married we were married yes. thirty four years. Yes. If he was an abuser, how could you have stayed for thirty four yep. years? Correct. If he's an abuser, why didn't I know it? You know, the um, you guys own businesses, you're yep. pillars of the community. Yep. He's such a nice guy. He's such yep. a nice guy. And you go to church, don't you, Mickey? And you go to church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It all looks like, you know, it all looks like a fine thing. True. I, you know, Jami, I say I, for all those years, I had a sign in front of my house.
1: I saw that. And, in, I mean, I've heard that yet.
0: Yeah. I, and I, the I, sign says,
1: I'm fine. Thank you very much. I was <laughs> hoping you would say that when I, that touched my heart in your podcast, I was going to get to it if you didn't. But that moment when you said that my, I got shivers because Reddy, he was a cop and I was a social worker. Uh, right my Mm -hmm. kids we had perfect kids we had perfect life right everything was perfect he went through school the kids we had a blended family we were a young family we bought our first house when we were 25 we drove in us car we had great credit we're wonderful we were right yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly,
0: it was so rotten. Oh my goodness! And but that's what we sell, we and did, why do we do it We're that? so good at it, and we are good. Oh. We are good at oh. it. So I always wonderful. say, you know, I couldn't be an actress. And then I think. What? Yes, I could. Yes, I <laughs> you did. Yes, I could. You were an actress. You were crazy? Yes. That's yes. what we do. That's what we do. Here's the but one it's self-protection. And it's I was not, gonna say thank It's for pers- it's what we have to do to protect ourselves.
1: Correct. And, and I was going to turn it there as well. As much as we may laugh and joke about it now on the other side, the seriousness of it is just that. We coped with what was what some would consider unbearableness. We found the strength to make it through. We, and that's what my podcast is about, right? Yep. It's about that moment when you become a really awesome creative problem solver. Yep, <laughs> right. <laughs> <You> are- <laughs> yeah. Because well, and,
0: and that's what's really cool on the other side.
1: Yes. In the yeah. in the middle of it, you think you're dying, right? You think the whole world is against you. And, and that
0: you have no skills, <laughs> that you have nothing, nothing to give to the world. Yeah. Yeah. And Pretty much you're a burden. Pretty you much are, right? Burden. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And then you wake up one day and you realize that all this tumultuous experiences that you went through is really just, quote unquote, creative problem solving. Ta-da! Yep. Right? New packaging. Yeah new perspective. Right. And right. So for you, not growing up in an abusive household, meaning your mother and your father, I grew up in an abusive household, meaning my mother and my father had an abusive relationship. My stepfather and my mother had an abusive relationship. My mother had an abusive relationship with her new spouses. My aunts, many of them had abusive relationships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in my world, um, yelling, screaming, violence of some sort was how people communicated. It was normal very much normalcy. And so I just, assume, because see, here's the other thing. No one saw it. It wasn't like we were in the street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, so on the outside we were normal and i knew how those things in my house were what's done in our house stays in our house and you be quiet and That's you, don't, right. you don't talk about it right? exactly so i learned very on how to be secretive what we called being safe that was taught to me very early on so when i went into my marriage of course i know how to be quiet he was a police officer and this was his job and right with his career and i would ruin our lives and <laughs> Exactly. That's and, exactly right. Right? It was my responsibility as his wife to support him, and I made everything mm-hmm. under the sun. So if he said there wasn't enough time for the kids, I quit my job. Well, when I quit my job, I was lazy, so I went back to work. And then...
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it right, Jami. It doesn't no. matter what you do. You're not going to get it right.
1: So then it was a low-paying job, so I went back to school. Well, when I went back to school and went to work, there wasn't any time for the kids. So- <laughs> and I <Yeah. laughs> I realized through the years how much I did without recognizing it. And then one day, right, you wake up in your podcast, you say that you woke up and it was like, Oh, okay. In your new podcast, the, um, guest said her husband was living a double life. Uh-huh. Mine was having an affair for over a year yeah. and I had gotten pregnant, not by my choice. And, um, He told me that the baby wasn't his and they began a smear campaign to tell everyone that I was crazy. So I know what it feels like, right? Mm -hmm. To literally be fighting for your life and to lose everything and then have to figure out what and who you are. And so that's why your podcast appealed to me and what mine is about, because you talk about this in yours, is that we were willing to leave. Everything that we thought we were, everything that we had worked for, every label, every idea that we have placed and built so methodically to be the authentic self. So that was what my title is about. The me, um, I I thought I was tomorrow is about you live in this idea of who you're always going to be tomorrow because Mm -hmm. that's your fear, right? You're always trying to be ahead of your abuser. You're always trying to anticipate what he may not like or like or don't do this or right. Don't do that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So the me I was tomorrow was always about trying to stay ahead. Yep. I'm sorry. That's where we live. (laughs) Right. It was always about trying to stay ahead to be safe and thinking that that would keep me safe. When the truth of the matter is that I had to make a decision that this just wasn't good enough for me, and I had to be willing, no matter what the perception was of loss or failure, that I had to choose. Him or me. And yep. so I chose. And so that's what your podcast resonated with me and why I wanted you as a guest because you helped me see again um, that at 52 you were brave enough to do it. So my complaining and my age bracket, I should be right, be quiet. <laughs> No,
0: no, no. You should be speaking your truth, which is exactly what you're doing. You know, one of the things that helped me begin speaking, I was divorced. I'd been out of abuse for 14 years before I started surviving abuse. And right. I did not talk about abuse. My current husband knew what I had lived through, and he's been so supportive, so good. And a couple of close friends knew, but for the most part, people didn't know what my right. history was. Absolutely. And so I, I had a counselor. I've had several counselors because I believe in, I healing. believe in uh, healing. Yeah, and and sometimes you know, you can do a lot on your own, but oftentimes it takes a professional to see in you what you don't see and to have the yes. guts to say to you, yes. Hey, you know what? <laughs> this is what I see. This is what you're doing. This, yeah. you know, if that's important. Yes. And so I called one of my counselors when I decided I was going to do this. And, and, um, um, he's a psychologist and I, I called him and said, Hey, Dr. Jim, here's what I'm thinking about doing. And mm-hmm. he knows my ex-husband too. He knows my abuser. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Mickey, I'm so glad to hear you say that because, as long as you don't speak your truth, you're still being abused."
1: That's powerful.
0: Oh my gosh, it changed my life. Wow. It was like he's right. He's That's right powerful. because I still have all that stuff in my head right. that says, "Don't talk. Don't yes. out him. Don't yes. you know, don't make him look bad. Yes. Don't you know oh.
1: all that
0: stuff. And so, um, and I don't use my abuser's name. I call him my abuser. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's, this is not about him. This is about me. Absolutely. So, so I, I've kind of separated myself from that situation of feeling like I have to protect him, feeling like I can't, um, speak my truth. I, I don't talk about him. It's because, except in, in the, in, in the um, instances where it, it affects who I was right. and where I am now. Absolutely. But, um, you know, it, when, when Dr. Jim said, as long as you don't speak your truth, you're still being abused. I thought, I'm allowing that. I am allowing All right. that. Yes. And I'm done with it. I'm yes. done with that. Yes. So, <clears throat> so that was um, one of the impetus to help me um, embrace the surviving abuse network business that I started.
1: Oh, I love it. And so I have a couple of questions for you. So, um, did I cut you off or no? No. no. Okay. Perfect. I have to ask because I haven't had time to listen to all of your podcasts. Is Rosie still around? <laughs> Rosie
0: has morphed. Okay. <laughs> Rosie has morphed. And, uh, yeah, she's still part of me. Okay. But she, um, you know, she's not the person she was back then. Absolutely. So, that, uh, yeah, Rosie's kind of my um, alter ego, I guess. Right, yeah. And, uh, and so sure, she's still around. I still embrace her. In fact, Absolutely. you know, when I began podcasting, you have to have an avatar. You have to have somebody that you're actually speaking to. Yep. And my, my avatar is Rosie. Yep, I heard <laughs> you and I love that. So, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's good. Yeah, she was
1: still along for the ride. um, She's here, you bet. And then your tattoo. I'm laughing about it because um, it's funny. I often hear those of us that have been in abuse, um, we tattoo because it's something for us. So if you don't want to share, you don't have to, but I'll share mine first. On both of my feet, I have infinity signs. One of them says Mm. love and one of them says faith. So I walk with infinite love and faith. I love that. So even when I felt at my worst times, I'm sorry, I'm getting choked up. This is amazing. Even when I felt at my worst times that I could not make it, I would walk circles.
0: <laughs> oh man, that is powerful. Because faith
1: is about action. So even when I didn't have Anything in me, I could take steps of love and faith. Mm. And so, sitting here with you is so powerful because I'm moving my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, standing right that I have yeah. brought myself here with infinite love and faith that at my worst of worst i would sit and believe that i would one day sit and talk to people on my podcast and that i would be brave enough to share right my journey and that i would be brave enough to um have my voice heard because others like you had done it, and you encouraged me and and showed me ways that it could be done that honored me right without victimizing myself, yeah. without victimizing others without right in in a way that Amen. I felt I could do right and so here I am now, um living a dream that I dreamt of right years ago and and now is in fruition and I want to say thank you for being a voice. Thank you. Um, because oftentimes um we do things and we're not sure, right? Um how they're impacting people or where they're impacting people. Or but if
0: um, they're impacting people.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um I appreciate that you um paved the road because my grandmother, right? Um was a woman that taught me a lot of things that she didn't mean to. Because again, she grew up in abuse, and then she was abused. And so I understand that abuse is taught. And Mm -hmm. I have to teach my children and be responsible for what I pour into them. So that trigger moment when you left, I was not prepared, but I was pregnant. And Mm -hmm. he had stood in front of me and said that he was leaving. Um, He was tired, and he (laughs) (laughs) And he needed a couple of days break. But here's the thing. I was a full-time student in graduate school. We had five kids. I was pregnant with a pregnancy that was high risk. Um, I was on bed rest, meaning I wasn't even supposed to shower and he was leaving and he was serious. And I thought to myself, uh, uh, somebody's, this is not (laughs) going (laughs) to work. Because I felt like, um, I was sick. Right. And I, I thought that I I wouldn't survive. Mm -hmm. And so I called my friend and I literally just packed up my clothes and my things and my children and I left. And he fought me for the kids because he wanted me to come back and I gave him my kids because I would not stay. And then I moved 3,000 miles away because I would not continue to succumb to the abuse. So Mm -hmm. thank you for um, podcasting, for being there, for letting me know that um, and women like me, right? That even though you're not losing anything, you're choosing. That's right. That's, That's the right.
0: empowering thing. And you're gaining yourself.
1: Yes. I
0: said I left with virtually nothing,
1: yep. but Thank I you. got me. And that was priceless and worth everything you gave back. It left space for you to fill up. Exactly. That was fun. So I feel like that is a really natural place. It's been about 25, 30 minutes. Would you like to add anything else, Mickey? Because it feels like that was really powerful and really.
0: (laughs) It was a great conversation. And and it fits perfectly with your mission, with your focus for your podcast, because it's all about making choices. Absolutely. uh, and of course i believe we create our reality with our choices we do so, every day um, and that isn't to say we're responsible that we you know wanted anything bad for ourselves absolutely it's just you know look at what's caused you to be attracted to that direction yes. and change it and change learn it something new. learn something new
1: And At any age. And that's why I was so grateful for you to come because often when I work with clients, that's their thing, right? Well, my age and my life and my time and my this and my that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. There are many of us, right? And I have recommended podcasts and I will definitely be putting you on my roster, but I say, listen to this, right? Because we can't change things overnight, but what I can do is give you tools. And that's my biggest thing is adding tools to the toolbox and women and people like, that come onto your podcast are beautiful tools for the, our communities because they're so much intertwined. We are not mm-hmm. separated. Oh no. It's all together. We're all together. So I appreciate that you have paved the way for um because I know how hard it is to change.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes ma'am. And we well thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate so, that. one you thing that friend? I do want to say, you yes. reminded me. Yes um, you know, we all have tools in our toolbox. Yes. But if we set that toolbox on a shelf in the closet, they're not yes. going to do one <laughs> single thing. So <laughs> gather your tools and apply them. That's right. Apply them. Do the work. And you know yeah. what? It, something that worked for me may not work for you, John. That's right. Something that's that worked for right. Jamie May not work for another listener. That's, but that's right. Okay. Try it. And yes. think about know what works for you and what doesn't. And let it go. If it doesn't work, that's okay. Go to the next <laughs> thing. Just because one thing doesn't work doesn't mean
1: nothing's going to work. Yes, you are not a failure. That is one That's thought. right. You are that's instead, right. if you think about it as, as long as you're trying and re-hypothesizing, um, that will lead to success. You have that's a- exactly right. That's right. Of success. If you try, you have a hundred percent chance of failure if you do nothing.
0: That's right. Actually, that's the last chapter of my book. A really? hundred percent of the things that you don't try will not cause success. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at those kindred spirits. I'm going to go get you. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think that's a great place. I thank you. Thank you. Thank for you. Thank you I for know, inviting me. This is and terrific. I appreciate it. And you know what? I believe that in some point and sometime we will be back because you're doing a great thing in your marriage, in your life, and I would love to connect with you again. So thank you, Mickey. I appreciate your time and thank you for being my first guest on my podcast. <laughs> I'm honored.
0: That is awesome. such.
1: Oh gosh! <laughs> thank
0: you, Johnny. Thank you I so love. much. I really enjoyed it and we will definitely stay in touch.
1: All right. Have a great day and
0: thank you again thanks you too when Bye-bye. you stop the uh, when you
1: oh stop- i'm going to stop it now